Welcome everybody to episode 36 of the Bomber Brothers podcast, Sean and Ryan with you as always and just about a fortnight away from meaningful baseball and until then we'll talk about some spring training action that's been going on. The Yankees are in action right now actually as we record on Wednesday evening, not on TV which is something we still don't understand and we didn't get to see John Carlos Stanton hit what is being talked about like it was a 450-foot home run over the uh, over the scoreboard in, in left center field. Well, uh, John Carlos's been getting a hold of quite a few of them over the last week after his slow start this spring. He's really seemed to come on. Yeah, and Judge hit a home run yesterday. He's got four already this spring, and um, it's interesting. I was just kind of scrolling through Twitter before we started recording, and I guess... Um, ESPN ranked their top 10 players in the league. And I'm looking through the top 10, and, and Judge isn't in the top 10. So Interesting. Uh, yeah, so they have Trout Trout first, Betts second, two, two things I can't argue with. Um, Scherzer, DeGrom, Arenado, Bregman, Yelich, Lindor, Sale, Altuve. Jose Ramirez is 14th. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, I would put him above Lindor for sure. Um, possibly even above Degrom. I mean, Degrom had a great year last year, but I mean, just judging by his body of work. Yeah, that's Altuve that's, with the knee. Tough call. Whatever. I mean, we know how good he is. So, and the ESPN doesn't know anything about anything. So doesn't know anything they about just, anything. They don't know shit about shit. He was he was just outside the top ten looking at. It. He was number eleven. Uh, well, that, that's all right. I mean, he's good. That's all we care about. He's the uh, he's the uh, face of of New York sports now. That Odell Beckham and and Chris Stapps have exited the city within <laughs> two months of each other. Yeah, it's... and Matt Zuccarello. Let's not forget about him. Yeah, of, yeah. of course. And uh, and Brian Boyle left New Jersey. It's over in Nashville now, where you were last week watching a Predators game. How, yeah, how got, was that? I, it was awesome. I mean, it was a different experience watching hockey down down in the South, for sure. But the fan base, uh, not only very into the game at all times, and, and you know they have a lot of different chants and cheers and stuff, which was fun. But um, they also were very knowledgeable about the game, and, and I appreciated that. I mean, I sit, you know, I have season tickets for the New York Rangers, and some of the people I sit around do not know much about the game and here i am i was surrounded by people talking about how good brian boyle was doing at dropping back to cover after defense and pinched in so that was that was refreshing to listen to people understand the finer points of the game and you know there are ranger fans that do absolutely just they seem not to sit near me at the garden but it was a good time and uh yeah definitely definitely a fun little trip especially if you're into country music i am not but my work is out there so i figured i'd catch a hockey game while i was there yeah, not a bad, uh, not a bad activity to do on a work trip, mm-hmm. and um, a nice trip would have been going down to spring training. That's where the Yankees are in Florida right now, and um, still, no Aaron Hicks hasn't been to work recently. Still battling a, a back problem. I, th- I think we addressed this last week. It's when it very first started. Uh, yep. But uh, so, has your concern level changed at all uh, now that? It seems like you know if, if this goes on a few more days, you could be talking about Brett Gardner being the center fielder on opening day. 
Well, I mean, the way Brett Gardner's hitting this spring, would that be the worst thing, really? That's, that's He's true. knocking the cover off the ball. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm worried he had to get a cortisone shot in his back. Um, what, on Monday he had the cortisone shot or Sunday? Um, so he's going to be out a couple more days and it, it's getting late. And I mean, you see, like if you're not getting your reps in, like Gary Sanchez wasn't able to do his regular routine over because he's coming off of surgery and we see that he's a little, little, uh, behind. And now Hicks will also be a little bit behind. Yeah. Recently extended for seven years. And one of the, one of the only concerns about the deal in terms of its length was that, well, Hicks has had trouble staying healthy. He's had oblique problems, hamstring problems, and now obviously a back is uh, nothing to fool around with, especially for a baseball player and swinging a bat in such a violent motion like that. So uh, who knows how long this could last. It's I'm, I personally don't expect to see him in the opening day lineup at this point. They're tomorrow will be Thursday and that's two weeks from opening day and I I just don't know how much how much work he can get in even if he were back in the lineup by the beginning of next week that's still that's still less than two weeks away from meaningful baseball so I uh, I'm expecting to see an outfield of probably Gardner Judge and I, I guess Stanton would still DH and then uh, who do you who do you put in left field I mean, I guess it's time to throw out uh, Red Thunder or whatever his nickname is. No, he doesn't like that anymore. I think it's Wildling now. Which, Wildling? Uh, All right. That, yeah, I'm, you'll I'm, you'll I'm, understand that pretty soon. No, I know what the Wildlings <laughs> are, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I know he's not having the greatest greatest spring, but who, what are your other options, really? T- Tyler Wade. Put him in I, the I, mean, I mean, what they could do is they could start with Stanton and left and then D.H., Voight and put Bird at first because, you know, both of them, while they're not as hot as they were, um, I mean, Bird's still sporting a 1,029 OPS while Voight is rocking the 930 OPS. So, um, yeah, both yeah. of them are, are still in good springs. Are they, are they I mean, they're eligible? They're no for... Brett Gardner at 1526. <laughs> yeah, Gardner has been ridiculous. I know he roped a single again tonight, so... His incredible hot streak continues. But in, in terms of Bird and Void, are either of them still eligible for the blatant service time manipulation uh, tactics? I think I read that Bird is earlier in the season, which would make me think earlier in the offseason. I thought I read that they could do that with Bird, which makes me think they could probably do it with Void because I think he has less major league experience than Bird. Yeah, so, so I'm pretty of- sure. But I'm, you know, don't don't roast me if I'm wrong on that. Yeah, well, if that's the case, one of them is not going to be on the roster because it's that's today's baseball. They're going to take advantage mm-hmm. of that. It's uh, obviously sucks to see, but that's just the sad reality. Is that if if you can keep a player down in the minors for two weeks to gain another year of control, then then they're going to do it, even if even if Aaron Hicks isn't ready to go by opening day. So I'm. Um, I'm expecting to probably see Tyler Wade or Clint Frazier in the outfield on opening day, and um, you know it's it's scary. One more, one more injury, and then all of a sudden you're back to where you were down the stretch last year with Shane Robinson playing every day. Oof, that's scary. I I, I though you know Tyler Wade's one guy. I, I still think there's there's a little talent in there we haven't seen yet. I I 
I, I'm not saying it's ideal with the Hicks injury, but I would like the opportunity to see what he has. This just isn't the opportunity I was looking for. But with the way Troy Tulowitzki has been uh, handling himself, maybe he could come up and play some shortstop. Yeah, it looks like Tulowitzki's hot streak lasted about as long as the amount of games he played last year. And he's, what was it, had struck out nine times in 12 at-bats or some ridiculous stretch like that. That's a tear only I can go on. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, there's there's a couple things to be concerned about. There's obviously a couple things to be excited about and then trying to realize that in in the end, there's a lot of this could turn out to not mean anything, as it often does with spring training numbers. But, you know, moving over to the positives, like we meant, like we said, uh, Judge and Stanton hitting well. Both uh, competitors at first base seem to be playing well. Uh, Gardner on an absolute tear. Tanaka looking really good tonight. Struck out uh, Harper a couple times. Second time was on a, a good splitter that we're hearing from Twitter because we can't watch it. But um, <laughs> And another positive for me, Zach Britton threw two shutout innings yesterday. And honestly, it's not even the results that jump out at me. It's the fact that they let him go two innings. He didn't pitch two innings once last year as he was working his way back from that Achilles surgery. And right. if you get a fully healthy Zach Britton back that can go multiple innings at a time and, and shorten the game even more for a Yankee bullpen, that's already going to be so deep. And, and they need they need the bullpen to be like that, especially given you know the Severino concerns, Sabathia starting the season on the injured list. So if, if Britton can be his 2016 self or, or even something close to it while – eating up two innings at a time, I think that would be huge for the Yankees. Absolutely. And and not only, you know, you hit the nail on the head with Britain, but also um, I thought Chapman looked really good in his last appearance. Uh, going to that slider, which I think will help prolong his longevity as, a, as an arm out there. But, <clears throat> excuse me, if you can have Britain as a multiple inning weapon and a healthy multiple inning weapon combined with Green as well, I mean, that that's great. And, I mean, I know we'll touch on what we're worried about, um, but the only thing that looks a little iffy out there is uh, Mr. Batances. But, I mean, Odovino looked insane in his last last appearance, too. So so things are looking really well in terms of the bullpen. And, you know, Batances is always a guy that it takes him a little while to get his mechanics down. Uh, we saw at the beginning of last year he struggled, and then he went on that tear after not having the greatest spring. So, I mean, are you worried about Batances? How, how are you? Not really. I, I think – I think you you said it right there. It takes him a little while to get his mechanics down, and I think you see that a lot with with big bodies on the mound. Those are just motions that maybe are just harder to replicate for people with such humongous frames like Batances has. He's, what, 6'8", or something ridiculous like that for a pitcher. I mean, of course the velocity concerns you, but from, from what I've been reading, it seems like the velocity has been pretty steadily on the uptick since he started, so hopefully that's... That'll be trending to full strength by the time meaningful baseball starts. But, I, yeah, I, I don't really have too much concern about Batances. I, I, I think he's going to be okay. I'm just – when it comes to the pitching, I'm just most concerned about Severino. Getting him right, that's that's your bona fide ace. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully by the end of April or, or the beginning of May, he's back to what he was around that time last calendar year. But Batances, you, 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 even if – even if the velocity takes a little longer to come back, you can absorb that much more than you can with an injury to a guy like Severino just because the bullpen is so deep and the rotation is not. 
Right. So you're not worried about Patances, and I believe I read an article today that says you're not worried about Sanchez either. No, on no, straight valley. Yeah, I know the I know the Post had an article that was kind of ringing some alarms, but I, you know he just had surgery to clean up his lead his lead hitting shoulder, and uh, you know of, of course he's going to be rusty. You, we've seen we've seen guys miss their normal off season you know, workouts, whatever it may be, and then they take a while to settle back in. I, I think it wasn't because of an injury. It was just because of no one would sign him. But I think we saw that with Neil Walker last year. He was a way better hitter in the second half of the season. And I, I, I personally think that has a lot to do with the fact that he basically had no spring training. Yeah, Neil Walker was clutch, too. Yeah, and, and Sanchez basically had no offseason. So, yeah, I, I get it. He was He started off, what, one for 13? This mm-hmm. uh, this spring, the one was a home run. Right, had a, had a couple hard hit balls on Sunday, so that's encouraging. And and hey, I, again, we haven't been able to watch much because a lot of it hasn't been on TV. But his based on a uh, based on word from down south, his his defense behind the plate has looked pretty good. So that's encouraging. That, well, that that's good. So, given those are uh, two things you're not worried about, what are your top three biggest hashtag worries at this? Uh, <laughs> At this point of the of spring training, I think the two glaring ones are Severino and Hicks. Those are those are my two. I mean, you hear shoulder for a pitcher and back for a hitter; those instantly are cringeworthy. And I think uh, I think those are the two. And and the um, and to and the infield Tulowitzki. He's this is happening. <laughs> this is seemingly happening way faster than I thought it would. I was. I was ready to see Tulowitzki have a, a solid April and everyone hop on the bandwagon and then he collapsed. But this seems to be happening before April even starts. So, I mean, what are the Yankees going to do in the infield until Didi Gregorius comes back? That's I'd say those are my three concerns right now. Yeah, that, I'd, I'd probably agree with you. Um, I am a little worried about how the how the lack of an off season will affect Sanchez. We've seen that bleed pretty far into the regular season for some guys. Um, but I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, but the, the, one of the positives, just cause I asked you about the negative. So I'll take some positives is the, the kids. I mean, I, I mentioned Wade has been playing really well and, and the battle at first base with the two young first basemen, Bird and Boyd, but Torres and especially Andujar have really been hitting very well. Yeah, and Andujar made a very nice play at third base last night. Nice backhand through across his body, a perfect strike over to first. That was uh, that was impressive play. No uh, no double clutch before he made the throw. It was all in one clean motion, so that was that was nice to see. But yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of young guys performing well, and I, I think Wade would be could be really important based That's, on what's happening yeah. with Tulowitzki and, and Hicks right now. He could be. Uh, if he can give you some kind of even temporary production at the plate, and the Yankees seem to think he can, they've they've stayed high on him regardless of his uh, offensive struggles the last couple of years. I think uh, they point to his what was it? He got hit with like a really bad flu at the beginning of the year last year, and I think the Yankees yeah. think that kind of sapped him of his offensive ability from the start, and he just couldn't get it going last year. So they're still they're still feeling positive about him and. They're 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 at based on the way things are going, they're going to need him at least in the beginning of the year. If if Hicks can't go and Tulowitzki is hitting the way he's is right now, or can't even say hitting because he's not hitting, but they'll they'll need a guy like Wade, some kind of uh, 
depth guy to step in and, and give you some offense. Obviously, he doesn't have to hit like Brett Gardner is right now. The Yankees' offense is good enough where they can go with one slumping spot in the lineup. But if you're also down an outfielder and Sanchez is taking a little while to get going because of his surgery that he's coming back from, then then uh, a producing Tyler Wade would be would be very welcomed. Yeah, it'd, it'd be it definitely would be fun to see. Like you know, like I said before, I'd like to see him get a get a shot at some point here. Um, you know, Frazier really hasn't gone out and, and grabbed it. Um, but we saw that last spring too, where he really seemed to seem to be pressing. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, what else is going on? There's, I mean, uh, do you have anything else to say on spring training? I don't think so. I think we covered. Uh, I think we covered all the latest there. Well, I mean, we we mentioned, or you mentioned a couple times. I agree with you about how it's ridiculous the games aren't on TV, but. Yeah. Given the Yankees just bought Yes back, and now they're all mixed up with Amazon and Sinclair, you, maybe we could see a point where they stream the games on Amazon Prime, at least the spring training games as well. I mean, that'd be nice. There's no reason not to, right? Yeah, I no, I agree. I There's been so many times the last couple of weeks where it's the afternoon and I want to turn on a game and then realize that it's not on. And instead, you turn on Yes and... You know, whatever's on. I don't Yankees on deck or Yankees magazine. I don't. I don't really know what what plays in the middle of the afternoon. I'm yes right now. For does Nancy Newman or, have any other jobs besides Yankees magazine? Nancy Newman? Yeah, she, I think she that's does. The only she does the. Uh, no, she does the pre and post game show sometimes. No, oh, she doesn't. She do a uh, Yankees batting practice today sometimes. Does she? I'm, I'm right. pretty I, sure. I, I believe you, but I, I just I feel like I never see her other than the Yankees magazine. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I see her on on BP TV sometimes, but I, yeah, uh, other than that, not a uh, not as much of a fixture as Meredith and Bob Lorenz and that group. Yeah, Bob, good old Bob Lorenz and Meredith Morakovich. <laughs> well, I don't know what what else. Uh, we're two weeks and a day away. Two weeks and a day away. Yep, fifteen days. The countdown is on. Are you are you going to wake up and watch any of the uh, games in Japan to get your no. uh, baseball fix? No, <laughs> no, no way. I don't Not think I will. I, I have what, what time, I've considered it. What time do they start? See, like I, I think back to '04 when the Yankees played in, in Japan, opened up in Japan, and I and I feel like those games started around like five thirty in, in the morning. And Matsui I think I remember had that big, that big game. Yeah, I think I remember that because I would wake up for high school at like six, and I remember like catching the end of one of the games. I don't, I don't know. I, I could be making that up though. It was a long time ago. Yeah, well, high school's even further away from me. <laughs> I'm but just, anyway. I'm scrolling through this uh, list now that we started out with, just looking at uh, any other Yankee notables. Luis Severino's number twenty-three on this lit on the ESPN top 100 well, that, i mean i think that's fair but how about manny machado being ranked behind freddie freeman yikes i don't know about that one no i can't believe how many people like i, I talked to some yankee fans i haven't talked to in a while recently because i'm trying to find another catcher for our team so i've been texting people i haven't talked <laughs> to in forever seeing if they know anybody that can catch mm-hmm. um 
and and a couple people just randomly volunteered that they're so happy the Yankees didn't get Machado. Then that's like when I stopped talking to them. Yeah, well, I would have a rebuttal, but we did make a pledge to move on from that discussion. So I'm, I'll I'll keep my mouth shut, but I, I definitely would have thoughts on that. But anyway, well, you, you do have thoughts, you just don't want to share. Them. Exactly. John yeah. Carlos Stanton, number thirty-one on this list, right in front of Anthony Rendon. Let's see. You should have came. You should have came to practice. You you were noticeably missed. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's talking about talking about your clutch performance in the uh, in the finals last year. Yeah, that was a that was a um, that was a triumphant day. It was a very Hideki Matsui beginning where we were losing <laughs> two nothing, and then you had three straight RBIs to put us ahead before we finally finally broke it open a couple batters later. Yeah, that but, is also uh, a game I wish was televised, so we can go back and and relive that. That I've watched. Yeah, I've watched the replays that your fiance has taped. Uh, that your fiance took <laughs> several times. So yeah, not not the best view of it, but hey, it is what it is. You still <laughs> you still get to hear Jordan in his New York accent celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the last two Yankees on this list: James Paxton and Aroldis Chapman. What Chap- number is Paxton and Chap- Chapman? Chapman is 47. Paxton is 43. Mm. I guess three, Paxton Three spots really behind have... Trevor Bauer. I guess Paxton really doesn't have the track record, but if he's healthy, watch out. Yeah, he's, he's right behind Walker Bueller. Mm. Right in front of Carlos Carrasco. Yeah, I mean, but who knows who put this list together? Yeah, I have no idea. Buster only probably who still has me blocked for no reason. (laughs) Anyway, well, what else? The tank is empty. I I feel like we're just in this. I feel like we're just in this final stretch of there's not enough televised games to really Mm -hmm. talk about what you're seeing, and you just want to get to baseball. It's like you're you're coming down the home stretch, but you're you feel yourself losing steam. You know, like you just. You basically just want to get there. You just want to. I feel like I just want to fast forward two weeks. I'm just ready to be all baseball all the time. All my other teams suck in other sports, so just you know, the Yankees are in, in New York sports in general. I mean, that's something we can talk about. The you know the the Giants trade away Odell. They're they continue to be stupid. The Knicks are the Knicks. You have James Dolan going on interviews saying that. Uh, He's sticking with these lifetime ban for fans that tell him he should sell the team, which is a little thin skin, but whatever. I mean, a the, Yan- <laughs> the Yankees seem to be the the only hope for New York sports in the near future. It feels like. Well, I mean, the Nets are pretty good, but uh... okay, but there's about 500 people who are watching those games. And... Just rem- just remember, you made that joke. I, I let you walk yourself into that one. <laughs> Why? Because you're going to bring up the Devils? Well, that, uh, I don't want to hear you ever re- rebut that joke now because that's, you know. Anyway. Well, I was at the Devils playoffs last year, and that place was packed. And it was incredibly loud. Well, because the tickets were cheap. Anybody could get in. <laughs> the homeless were trying to keep warm that night. Yeah. But that, no, was, that, I... that was, that was, yeah, well, the hockey, playoff hockey is always fun. But, yeah, the Yankees are... are I mean, the Yankees really are their only hope. The Mets decided to try to compete in the worst possible yeah. offseason ever for the NL East. But you know what? I, I'd rather 
have a team that does that than have a team that goes and punts on the on the entire season like so many teams have done. So, I mean, for as, as many people like to like to joke about the Mets, kudos to them for at least trying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was just reading an article of uh, former guest Ben Lindbergh about how you know the National League seems to have eclipsed the American League at least in terms of excitement. They mm-hmm. they they finally. Uh, beat them at, in interleague play last year in terms of regular season win loss total, and now you have, you know, a situation where it seems like, you know, four out of the five playoff spots in the American League, I would say, are ninety nine percent decided. You have the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Astros, and the Indians, and then it's it's you know who will get that second wild card spot. You move over to the National League. The East, you have four teams that are going to be battling it out. The the Central, it seems like every team is going to be competing. Mm-hmm. The, the Cubs and the Pirates didn't really do much in terms of adding this season, but you, you feel like the Cubs are still going to be uh, competing for that. And then you have, you know, you still have the Brewers. You have the Dodgers in the West. It's, uh, you know, the Padres adding Manny Machado. So the, I, it's... Of course, it's good for the Yankees in terms of if they do have these injuries, it probably won't hurt them too much because they play. You're, gar- <laughs> you're guaranteed a wild card if you're halfway decent. Exactly. And a lot of their games are going to be against a lot of these American League Central teams or the bottom of the American League East with the Blue Jays and the Orioles. And so there's going to be a lot of series that the Yankees can take fairly easily of course I say that now and then we'll see like what happened with them against the Orioles last year where they were 500 against them despite the Orioles losing to everybody else but um you know while that's nice for us wanting to see the Yankees in the playoffs it's also going to be nice to just watch as an objective fan and watch the races in the National League which are going to be way more compelling than I I mean aside from Yankees Red Sox I don't think there's any two-team race in the American League that you're looking at with any sort of intrigue. Right, and that's something I was going to ask you, too. Um, as you were talking, I was like, oh, I could ask you this. Like, what – I'm looking at the schedule and picking out games to go to. In terms of American League teams, there's only the the big three opponents. There's the, the Red Sox, the Indians, or the Astros. Anybody else, like, why would you want to go to any of those games unless they're giving away a bobblehead? I have no idea. I, I, you took the words out of my mouth. Unless it's a bobblehead giveaway, none of the other games see, seem very compelling. I mean, kudos to the Yankees for having a very solid bobblehead lineup this year. Mm-hmm. You got Torres and David Cohn, Bernie Williams, uh, Stanton. Well, so those are all yeah. those are all good choices. But I, yeah, the the games themselves, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess other than those big three of Cleveland, Boston, and um, uh, Houston. Other than that, maybe it'll be fun to just go to some interleague games. Yeah, absolutely. San Diego comes in. I mean, that, that'll be at least a good game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, somebody said to me, like, oh, you know, Yankees lose a lot of games you go to. I'm like, well, I always want to see them play the good teams because if they lose against the Orioles, that sucks. Like, it sucks to go go to a game and then see them lose against a team that stinks. Like, you want to see the best competition because otherwise if you see them lose to a crappy team. That's just awful. And if they beat them, well, that's what they were supposed to do. So, yeah, I, don't know. I saw them lose to the Orioles in 14 innings last year. That was uh, that was pretty brutal and felt like a giant waste of my time. That was uh, that was when uh, there was the wild pitch. It was in early April. There was the wild pitch, and you thought Didi had scored, but um, but he was out at the plate. And then Pedro Alvarez hit a grand slam 
in yeah, the Yeah, that, that was inning. the game, though, that Judge had that crazy home run robbery late in yep. the extra innings, right? Yes. So that was cool. That was cool to see. But but other than that, that was a... Uh, you were at that game with an Orioles fan, though, right? Yes, I was. My fiance, the Maryland native. So whatever. It was on her birthday, so I guess I, she she was she can have that one. All right. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's very noble of you. Before we wrap up, another topic just came to my mind, thinking of uh, Lindsay Adler's the, the, great... The, the listeners will be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Adler had a great piece about Tommy Canely and how he basically just hid this injury, even though it was pretty apparent that everyone knew he was hurt. His velocity was gone. And um, now he seems to be getting it back. So, I mean, there's a huge X factor there again for the bullpen in terms of helping the rotation. I mean, could you imagine how much more potent this bullpen would be if all of a sudden you have Tommy Canely, the 2017 playoff version of Tommy Canely, out there as another option for the bullpen if that velocity is back and he's healthy? That would be huge. I mean, 2017 playoff Tommy Canely was, was awesome and a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, I just I wish these players wouldn't hide these injuries. Like it's, you know, it's it it's comes stupid. to a point, yeah, where it's like you're just you're only hurting yourself and you're and you're you're really hurting your value more than you're helping it, and you're hurting the team because, I mean, if you're not getting the help you need and you're not performing at the highest level, I mean, I think we've come to a point, and you know, Ben Lindbergh's book, The MVP Machine, I'm sure we'll hit on this, but like, there's really. All players are so elite right now. It's not like if you have seventy five percent of a great player that that's you know that that's that much of a jump because the the gap is so narrow. But except for Mike Trout, he's the only one. Yeah, yeah. Other than him, it's uh, not many other players out there that can get by playing with injuries. And and I get it. I get there's there's this mm-hmm. weird endearing quality to someone who is willing to put physical well-being on the line because that's just how bad they want to win and the fans want to see the team win, but that's, that doesn't help the team win. It, right. Tommy Canley was not helping the Yankees win last year. He was doing quite the opposite. He looked terrible. He couldn't even get people out in AAA. So, you know, again, I think we touched on this last week, but kudos to Severino for pulling himself when uh-huh. he, the, you know, we, when he threw that one pitch and felt that grab in his shoulder, not not because he's soft or because he doesn't want to compete through injuries, but because he's smart, he knows how valuable he is to the Yankees, and is like, let me get this looked at before I go tear something and I'm lost for the year instead of a couple weeks. That yeah makes perfect sense. That's a that's a great point. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, thank you. Well, I guess I should end on a high note. So I mean, any uh, what what, what Yankees related uh. Thing are you looking forward to this week as we wrap up episode 36 the coney episode david cone um what a great competitor uh i don't know there's like you said there's really nothing going on i mean <laughs> i'm excited to see hicks come back and that count like if hicks hicks is back within the next week yeah that, I, that's what i was gonna say i'm excited to hear some good news about hicks that he'll be on his way back either that or i'm excited to see uh some increased velocity for Batances. Just something to help us breathe a little easier. That you know, there's yeah. We know how fragile a baseball season is. Just a few injuries could derail a whole season. So you don't want to be dealing with those in early spring. So thankfully none of the ones the Yankees are dealing with seem too serious at this point. But you also you'd you'd like to start opening day with uh you know fully loaded and ready to go for the hundred and sixty two game marathon. Exactly. We already know that's not going to happen with Severino. And, you know, one mistake that I definitely made was ending the non-baseball tradition 
um, I called for that way too early. <laughs> yeah, way big false start because there's not a lot of <laughs> not a lot of good Yankee stuff really going on. Which well, I guess what, is would be your, what would be your non-baseball thing? Still going with uh, Game of Thrones? Yeah, I'm still watching that. Um, usually, the last hour before I go to bed, I'll throw it on. helps me Helps me relax, but I'm getting really into it. Yeah. Um, no, I, pr- I probably would say, um, you know, I I, um, I really was having a, honestly a hard time getting excited or any kind of motivation to play baseball this year. You know, we won the championship last year, got married, got a house. All this with the dogs. It was just kind of hard to get it was, up for. It was but, like Rocky Three. You you yeah. won it all, and then you were getting your life together, get, posing for magazine shoots and doing commercials, and bought a exactly. mansion. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I have no mansion, but um, <laughs> but yeah, we we went and had our first practice um, last Sunday, and we have another one this Sunday. And after getting in the cage for one round, even though I hit like total crap, <laughs> I was uh, I was back and ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, I miss I miss nearby indoor cages. I actually checked today. I was going to try to go hit myself, but the the cages is still closed. So, a couple few more days and then it'll be open. Maybe that's my non-Yankees thing I'm looking forward to. We should come down here. We could go to Grand Slam. <laughs> yeah, if I have some time, I will. But um we don't have any more time, so that'll uh, that'll wrap it up for us and as always, we'll be back next week, which will be potentially our last episode before the 2019 season officially begins and we could not be more excited and uh, well we would have done we would have done a remote from the stadium if it wasn't for you yeah Yeah. i have to i have to work so we can't we can't set up a tent outside a hard rock cafe next to francesa (laughs) (laughs) just recording on our cell phones on speaker all right well uh thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next week see you everybody